the most infamous. Yeah. Back. Cats seem to uh, like the uh, the best of. Yeah, yeah. Some good stuff. Great feedback. Yeah. Great feedback. I thought it was hilarious. Like just, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> just listening to it, I was laughing my ass off. Like I have forgot about the Jeezy joint. That shit was hilarious. Get famous, get, get teeth. teeth. Right. <laughs> Get your mama house. Get teeth. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. That man. was that was great. Yeah, when I was putting it together, I was like, "Yo, I forgot about some of these little moments in yeah. here." I was like, "Yo, these are hilarious, some funny stuff." Yeah, I think that's so. If the, if people start listening right there, mm-hmm. they'll love the podcast. Yeah, then they'll go back. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, because <laughs> there was really so many. I had like maybe thirty of them. Oh, where thirty little moments that I thought were good. Uh-huh. You know, I went down. I was like, okay, but then I started narrowing it down. Like, okay, which ones are five star? Right, just fire. <laughs> yeah, like you can't deny this shit. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, we got to put the, the knife story in there. Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, of course. The car. Good news, bad news. <laughs> yeah, good news, bad news. Oh man, got cubed up it. my wig. <laughs> Your car's been destroyed. <laughs> Man, you know I saw that broad the other day. Oh, where? Yeah, I was in Kroger, man. Where? Yeah, Did I was you like, say anything to nah, her? she was off in the distance, man. Uh, I was like, yo, that's this bitch right there, <laughs> looking cracked out. That's you know what I mean? funny. I'm like, oh, this bitch. That's funny. But then I'm just like, what would I say to this broad? Right. What do I mean? What gonna say? Yeah. You know, I could see if you. Yeah, had bitch, to pay. with a car. Right. Yeah. I would have <laughs> seen if you had to pay the three grand. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah. 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 But yeah. But yeah. Hey. Thankfully, I don't have to pay anything, but. <laughs> I don't have a car. <laughs> Good news, bad news. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What else went up with you, man? Just chilling, man. Working my ass off all the time, but I ain't working as much now. That sounds so not fun. It's not. It's not, but it's necessary. You know, I'm going I'm to be on vacation. You know, tomorrow my yeah. last day got like eleven days off. So that's that sounds good. That's all gonna be awesome. Real vacation. Yeah, that's real vacation. Yeah, eleven of them things. Yeah, man. chilling. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids and wife gonna be gone. I'm gonna be at the crib, maxing and relaxing, dog. Man, you do everything you always wanted to do. <laughs> right. Kick my feet up. Yeah, all the shit you want to do every day, but you can't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you do that for eleven days straight. Exactly. I can. Or days that I don't want to do shit. Yeah, I yeah. can just not get up out of the bed if I don't want to. You're gonna be like me, man. <laughs> Walk around in your sweats. Yeah, straight up all day. Long John shirt. Yep. House shoes. Yeah. My it. robe. Yeah. You have joint. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be some good time. That's tight, man. I, I peeped a, a brief second of uh, 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 Trump's rally. They point they posted on the web. Dude was like. Your fake news, your <laughs> fake news. Stop being disrespectful. I'll take her question. Dog, it was so G. I was like, oh, I didn't even see it. Yo, I, I just it. saw the clip. I didn't see the oh, whole okay. thing. It's just someone that posted that clip. It was like, yo, that's was, that's, that's kind of G. It was pandemonium yeah. in there, man. Dudes was yelling questions at him. He was like, <laughs> he pointed at him and said, "No, your fake news." Your fake news? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to this I'll talk to her. That's great. Mr. Trump, you're just you're just gonna ignore us. You're gonna insult us like that. That's he great. answered her question and he bounced, man. That's awesome. <laughs> That's actually awesome. <laughs> it was so cheap. I was like, yo. <laughs> That's the most gangster shit yo, a president have done. Yo, you gotta you gotta peep the contrast between him today and Obama last night. Right. <laughs> Yo, that's right. the illest dichotomy. Oh, yeah. It's like crazy. The ultra smooth, poetic, you know, amazing orator. Right. Versus. Your fake news. <laughs> Your fake news. Yo, man. <coughs> Tears, man. I was literally crying, like laughing at this shit. Like, yo. Oh, man. This is, this is the universe is in balance once again. Yeah. The yin it's and great. the yang. The yin and the yang. <laughs> you know, day and night. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome, man. Yeah. I. It's funny because I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing Trump's presidency just because I know it's going to be nothing like we've ever awesome. seen classic. before. It's all classic, classic moments. All classic moments. Good and bad. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I'm, I'm looking forward to it just because I'm like, I just want to see what happens yeah. now. Somebody posted on Twitter. They were like, yo, the thing I like about Trump is that he looks at all the procedures, the routines, and just says, you know what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. 
I'm not. I'm not going there. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That's that's what motherfuckers want right now. Mm-hmm. I really think that's what people are responding to. You know, yeah. and uh, going against the grain. Yeah, yeah. It's a real interesting time, man. You know, it's a real interesting time. <laughs> Very much so, to say the least. <laughs> and I'm still optimistic that the bag is gonna be better. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying hoping. to get that bag. And, and I don't care who in the White House. Yeah. I just want the bag. To it get don't bigger. affect my bag. Yeah. You know, ambitions. My bag ambitions <laughs> remain a constant. <laughs> That is true. despite political affiliation. <laughs> I don't care who in the White House. Right. I'm trying to be in the greenhouse. Right. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended, you know. <laughs> Let's get the bag. Right. Yeah, man. So this week. This week. Oh, we back to helping artists, man. Yeah, man. The uh, art of negotiation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Because, you know, we do this all the time as artists who travel, tour, book shows, mm-hmm. provide services. And we don't have like no layer between us. And the people who are purchasing services, right, us, right, or products. So we get a sneak peek into negotiation that is probably more uh, frequent than the average person does. Mm-hmm. And even a lot of businesses don't technically negotiate as much as we do. Right. They just have prices. Yeah. This is what this is what it costs, <laughs> this and this is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like at my job, because um, I work for a retail company, people always calling in trying to haggle. Really? Yeah, they be calling in trying to haggle. Like, <laughs> look, well. You know, can you give it to me for twenty percent off? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you don't go into Kroger and say like, I know the orange, I know the oranges are you know one eighty nine a pound, but I only got a dollar. Yeah, you know, nah, that shit don't happen. Nah, you can't do that. Nah, that shit does not happen. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, like say all these years of doing it, we got jewels. Yeah, we got jewels, jewels, and uh, this is for all the people, whether you are you know a skilled negotiator Mm -hmm. or a novice. We got bars for you. Bars all day. Like philosophies, <laughs> techniques, <laughs> procedures, right? Protocol, right? Right? Etc. 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 Dot. 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 So we're gonna hit y'all with that, man, and uh, we'll be right back. Right. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free huh. so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yeah, man. Negotiate. Ready? I was getting to it. It almost feel like we took a week off last week. Right, it does. It feels like we took a week off. It does, even though I was here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. It does feel like it's, we've been on vacation. Oh, man. On holiday. Yeah. As they say. Yeah. Yeah. We back, though. Yeah, back in the place. Uh. Some fresh and new joints. Yeah, yeah. We talking about the art of negotiation this week, man. Yeah, so we got seven joints. Seven, seven joints. Points. Seven points. You know, the seven point plan, like the Black Panthers. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can get militant in your negotiations. Sir. Hold down a block, you know. So uh, we start with number one. Yeah, num- numero uno. Yeah, numero uno. This is your first tip for negotiation. I'm going to try to go through these as you go through the process, uh-huh. so they get progressively more, you know, detailed as we get into it. But the first one is establish your goal. Yeah. You can't negotiate anything if you haven't established a goal. Exactly. A lot of people tend to say, well, I want this or I want this. It's it's only in reference to a small individual thing, not a larger picture. Right. So someone may say, I just want to jump on stage. Mm-hmm. 
that will cause you to negotiate what you make for a show completely differently than someone who says, I want to build a career. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's no different than just saying, walk into a car dealership and say, I just need a car. Mm-hmm. That's going to get you a vastly different vehicle than a person who says, this is my credit score. This is how much I have for down payment. <laughs> right. And I expect my car payment to be in this range. Right. You see? So let me see what my choices are. Right. right. And, and, and the person who you're negotiating with is going to treat you completely different based on what you state your goal is. Mm-hmm. Now, most people... A lot of people are just so happy to get an offer or to be negotiating that they don't even really think about that. All right. Yeah. They don't think about goals. No, no. They're just like, let me just get something. Yeah. They're thinking about the end of that. <laughs> that point. Yes. That negotiation. That specific to, negotiation, yeah. but not the larger picture right. of their career. And, and so I say, hey, you can't negotiate effectively until you establish a goal for yourself. Maybe it's for you, maybe it's for your business, maybe it's for your family, whatever your goal is and whatever you're negotiating for, try to make sure before you sit down that you're writing and establishing a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about this in terms of real estate, for example. The person who says, I want a house is gonna have a different conversation than someone who says, I want a house that my family can live in. Right. That, for years to come. Yeah, for years to come. Mm-hmm. I have, like you, like in your case, I have three sons. Mm-hmm. I need a house that can accommodate all of us. And so that when they move, that, you know, the school is in the right area, it's the right distance from my job. These are requirements, but they're still part of your greater goal. Right. You know, and I think that that is something that's missing when a lot of people go into negotiation. Yeah, I don't think that people really think about things outside of the moment that they're in. A lot of times, a lot of times it's like, yo, I want to sell beats. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Instead of I want to become a prolific producer. Yes. You know, I want people to be listening to my beats for years to come. I want people to, you know, have my beats on their albums and this and that. So I'm going to take these steps to make sure that that possible that that is possible, that that happens, you know, and they and you also need to make sure that you're you're preparing for that goal, you know. That, like you said, you know, my credit score is this, you know, in in the car example, you know, my credit score is this. This is how much I have for a down payment. Like, understand the position that you're in at the time in order to get to the goal that you want. You know, there's steps that has to be taken. There's levels to this shit, man. (laughs) Exactly. And, And, you know, your goal, if you don't have a goal anyway, maybe it's not time for you to be taking that step. Right for whatever it may be because maybe what you're trying to do is something that's impulsive mm-hmm. or maybe it'll have long time long long term negative effects on you mm-hmm. so i always say hey man establish a goal and then the way you reach that goal can vary right you know the tactics you use the strategy you use will will change but you have to start from the goal and then build off of that mm-hmm. and don't and don't make it too grandiose nah you know like it, can it be has simple. to be it has to be something that is not necessarily impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everything you can't necessarily see right now that you can do, but you know, like I'm gonna make this go and I, I'm not gonna reach it right away, but it's something that I can reach yes. eventually. You're building towards. Building it. towards something. You know, you have something to build towards and it's not something that's so far in the distance that, you know, you can't even see how to build towards it. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's number one. Number one. Establish. A goal. Establish. Bam. So, number two. Numero dos. Number dos. Numero dos. Know your position and your worth. This is real right here. Ooh, a lot of people. A lot of people don't know. (laughs) Out of position. Out of position. (laughs) Out of step. Out of pocket. (laughs) Way out of pocket. Don't know their worth. Yeah, they don't know who they are. They wildin'. Yeah. They wildin'. Man. Yeah, it's so real. Like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask somebody, yo, I charge a G a beat. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I got fifty beats in my stash. You know what I mean? Total. <laughs> Total. In your life. Total in my life. You know what I mean? I'm not stupid. I know my position. You know, I I'd be happy to get a hundred, hundred and fifty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Anything is better Anything than is what better you than, yeah. yeah. I, but I ain't gonna ask for a G. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna ask for a G a show. I ain't stupid. You know what I mean? It depends yeah. on the, you know, it depends on the, yeah. the situation. But you know, come on. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Cause and like, but like you're saying, another artist 
may a G to him may be normal. Right. And but that the, the, the thing about knowing your position and knowing your worth is that you have to take the time to establish your position. Right. And worth. Yes. Yeah, and your worth. Build worth. Right. We talked about it in the uh, the episode about booking shows mm-hmm. about how venues determine an artist's worth. Or, or payment based on previous turnouts. Right. So if if I go to a city, let's say I go to Orlando and I play a show that is in a 150 cap room, $10 a ticket. If I sell it out, then that's $1,500, right? Mm-hmm. Or if I put, you know, if I put 75 in there, mm-hmm. you know, then basically that guarantees that my, my guarantee is somewhere between 750 and $1,500. Right, right. That's established. It's verifiable through right. the venue who threw the show mm-hmm. and their booking agent and the people came out like, oh, we know what his baseline is. Mm-hmm. We know uh, what his position and what his worth is. Right. This is a lot different from someone who's never played in that city, mm-hmm. uh, has no idea if they have fans there or not, and just comes out and asks for $1,500. Right. I don't know you. Right. Now, <laughs> we don't know whether they could get those people in there or not. Right. They very well may be able to, mm-hmm. but their negotiating power is lessened because they haven't proven their worth yet. Right. And the thing, and the bad thing about it, and maybe we'll cover this a little later, but the bad thing about that is say they give you that 15. Yeah. And it goes back. 30, 30 people come. You ain't going back. Nah, nah, nah. It's your last time, player. <laughs> That's it. That's it's your it. last time. That's For- it. Because you out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. First and last time. Yeah. First and last time. Yeah. You cherish that fifteen hundred. <laughs> right. It'll be the last you get. Right. Yeah. Nah. It's true, man. So like, and and these are going in order. So you see, the first step we had was basically to establish your goal. You say, well, this is my goal, and then it, the second goal is re- going to require you to be very, very honest. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with not having a. Um, established baseline for what you're worth your your goal and your job is to figure it out yourself yeah you gotta put the work in put in the work that's how you figure out what you're worth Mm -hmm. um there's no real shortcut for it some artists may have never done a show get signed and they never played a show next thing you know they're getting offers for 20 30 grand right no one knew Mm -hmm. they they didn't take the time to do it but for most people the process is gradual. Yeah, for independent artists. Yeah, without yeah. the machine. Exactly. No matter what you do, you could be a graphic designer. And say, look, I get paid two thousand dollars every time I make a logo. Mm-hmm. But you may be pulling that number out your ass. Right. Completely. Right. And if you can't prove through previous clients, through work history, through references that this is what you are worth. You're going to have a hard time negotiating with someone on the other side of the table when you put that number out there. Exactly. And uh, a lot of it has to do with ego. Mm. You have to separate ego from business. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we had to talk about this yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did have a talk about this yesterday. You know, we, we yeah. all had a little talk on the side about this, about <laughs> something else. You know what I'm saying? But this is the realest shit. Yeah. Like, you have to really take a second to separate your business from your ego. Mm-hmm. Ego is what we need to get in a lab and make fly shit. Right. Business is what generates sales support. And it's the, it's the transaction between you and your customers. Hopefully they're kind of different, man. The confidence with an ego with which helps you in the studio can hurt you in business, mm-hmm. you know, because business is based on numbers, man. Yeah. Results. Yes. And everything else is just confidence. I'm the dopest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah. So it's really important to, to, to let go of your ego so that you can determine your worth. I don't know what you may do as a creative. It all depends on what you do. If you're a graphic designer, maybe your 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 position and your worth will be established by clientele, mm-hmm. established by having your own website and, and getting your own clients on your own. You build your own base. You build right. your own following who follows your graphic art, your, your design work so that you can you always have this influx of people who are putting your work into the public space, verifying your worth, Mm -hmm. almost testimonials to some extent. That's just one example. If you don't have that, you have to get that. Right. You you gotta put the work in to do it. And you may have to work for free to do that. Yes. A lot of people's worth is is established by putting out something free. Yes. Providing a service, being a value, but just saying, you know what? I can't I can't justify getting paid. Right. But the exposure that this work is gonna give me is worth more in the long term. And the quality of my work. People will see the quality of my work. 
Facts. You know, and then at that time, you know, when it's time for me to get paid, they'll understand why I'm asking to get paid. Right, right. The quality of my work. And naturally, people no longer will expect you to work for free. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was doing a feature for a cat and um, um, what I asked for, he couldn't pay me. And in the email, he said, I know that you're worth what you're asking. Yep. But I can't afford to pay you what you're asking. So just because he sent me that email, yeah. I cut him a deal. Yeah. Because that shows that I have built up something to where at least some people see that I'm worth what I I think I'm worth. You know, at least what I think I'm worth, if not more. You know what I mean? No, that's dope. That's the way it should be. Yeah. But you got to in the real world, it seems like a lot of artists head are so big that those conversations don't even happen between them and the people who want their product or service. Yeah. They immediately say, this is what I want. Fuck you. <laughs> right. Oh, you ain't giving it. Fuck you. Pay me. Right. That's it. Yeah. There's no negotiation. There's no process through which they justify that price. There's no history, mm -hmm. you know, and we know it just from touring how the people who have, you know, they have a term called touring history. Right. Certain markets you may have no touring history from. Yes. Or said, horrible oh, touring history. Yes, yes. That's even worse. <laughs> That's even worse. I guess it's like credit, no credit, bad, bad credit. credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up. Yeah. I have some markets where I have bad credit. I have negative touring history. Yes. You know, it's not this that I have. True. I've been there. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Taking losses. <laughs> <laughs> multiple L's. Yes, multiple L's. Back door splits. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Never once made a dime for a promoter there. You know, but then there's other markets where my credit is, is impeccable. Right, right. Who's like, oh, yeah, we rock with him here. Right. He's going to bring out some bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, and we all have it. And so, you know, the goal is to build up your credit score, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So that you can, you know, have more leverage, more leeway and, and get what you want ultimately. You know, so, um, you know, that was rule number two. Know your position and your worth. Yes. And uh, we'll take a break. Yes, sir. Do you enjoy the Super Duty Tough Work Podcast? If so, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you really rock with us, please leave us a five-star rating and we will shout you out in an upcoming episode. The five-star rating is one of the most effective ways in helping more people learn about the show. Thanks for your support. Right. Uh. <sighs> Back in the place to be. Ooh. It's the most infamous. Every week, man. You know, we the most consistent. That's what we do. That's what we do. How how do people sleep on us, man? I don't know. How do they feel comfortable? I don't. I don't. I don't understand. We be the illest. I don't understand. They don't know, man. <laughs> they don't. You better ask somebody. Yeah, they better ask around. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't playing with this. Nah, not at all. Yeah, man. So the art of negotiation. The art. We on rule number three. Number three. Number three. So so this is one that's like some super in the matrix shit. <laughs> This is the straight up bullet time rule number mm. three. And this rule for negotiation is be bold. Yes. Sometimes the thing that hurts you the most in negotiation is the lack of confidence. Right. Now, not understanding your worth. Yes. Yes. Which yes. Go, which flows right out of the previous right. one. So when you have established yourself, you know your worth. You can actually be bold. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you expect someone to fire back with what you asked for. Say, right. OK, cool. Yeah, not all the time. No, 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 no. Yeah. But don't feel guilty about asking for what you're worth. Right. And be bold sometimes. Maybe you ask for more. Be like, hey, you know what? I'm looking around. They look like they got some bread. Right. <laughs> right. Let I'm, me let me see what I let me, yeah. see, let me shoot a little high. On right, this right, right, right. Up to Annie, just a little shop, shop, shop. Yeah. Let me throw a little mustard on that offer real quick and see right. what happens. Right, right. See what happens. Be bold, man. It's like this, man. It's no different than when you go to the bar or the club and you got all these girls there. Mm -hmm. The average person is gonna think, okay, you got a girl who's a five one who's a seven, and one who's a dime. Mm -hmm. I think I can get the seven. <laughs> right, right. I'm going for the seven. I'm a seven right. or a six. I'm going after the seven right. because she got to know that I'm right there with her. Right. She got to know that she ain't too good for me. Right. The five is a little too low. <laughs> right. The seven is right. My, the ten is too high. Right. See, that's what people do. Mm-hmm. Me, on the other hand, dime. Come on, you like, I'm going for the 10. <laughs> Why? 
because there's nowhere else to go even right. if you fail with the 10 it's like you know what what you find out when you go for the 10 a lot of times is that the 10s don't even get hollowed at exactly they're over there just bored because the friends we hating on them because they're 10 mm-hmm. the guys is too scared to holler and then the guy who shows boldness and confidence to walk up know that they're a 10 but approach them like he approaches the five right He's winning. Score. Come on. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Touchdown. <laughs> Touchdown. Straight up, man. Straight up. Straight yeah, up, man. Straight up. That's how it is, man. And that's just an analogy, but it's the realest one yeah, because real. it really works like that in other areas, especially business when you know your worth. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not telling you to be a two and walk up to a team. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of brothers will do that. They will be deuces. <laughs> Couldn't afford to get in the club. Right, right. They boy, they, no they drink boy in hand. Right. Looking raggedy, dusty. Uh, See the dime and holler at her like they really got a shot with no game. Right. Just skip over the five. No stats. No skipped stats over the five, skipped over the seven, went straight to the 10. Right. Now, I'm not recommending that. Yeah. I'm recommending, though, <laughs> that when you know your worth is up there, Feel free to aim a little higher. Mm-hmm. Be bold and confident with it because a lot of times that confidence will be rewarded. Oh, definitely. I mean, and the thing is, like what I usually do, depending on where I'm going to perform or, you know, who I'm doing stuff with, you know, I might shoot a little high if I know, like, if I'm performing at a college, yeah. you know, for an example. Yeah. Like, I'm like, more okay. bag. More the bag is bigger. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So I might shoot a little high. <laughs> like, you know, this is what I'm asked for, but this is what I this is what I really want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not going below this. But let me ask for this. You know? <laughs> and usually I get somewhere in the middle. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't get, you know, the lowest and I usually don't get the You highest. get the seven. Yeah, I get the seven. Instead of asking for the five. Right. I don't ask for the five. I might go for the dime, but I end up with the seven. You know what I mean? So it's winning anyway. anyway. Yeah, man. So be bold, yeah, man. Be bold. You know? Be bold. That's rule number three. Yes. So number four? Uh, number four, man. This is one. This is kind of some club shit, too. But this is even better. This is something that I kind of discovered on my own. This is some gangster shit. This is super gangster. And this is something that no one taught me this. I learned this when I was like, probably when I was booking your your tour book for you in 08. Uh That one. And then because I was booking myself on a 1988 tour. And that's when I really was like, yo, I got to just be straight up with these fools out here, man. And it taught me a lot of different like negotiating tools. I didn't have the time to really deal deal with people. You know, haggling. Yeah, I couldn't haggle. I ain't got time for that. You know, and so this is rule number four. And this rule is be willing to walk away. Say it again for the people in the back. Be willing to walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, You can't just take whatever they throw at you. Look, man, I'm going to say it like this. If you're not willing to walk away, you're not willing to negotiate. Yeah, that's real. Like, if you're not willing to walk away, you're not willing to negotiate. You got to be, before you even think I'm going into negotiations, Mm -hmm. you got to visualize yourself walking out of negotiations. Yes. You got to be like, you got to practice just being like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, I'm good. Yep. Just practice it. Look in the mirror and just say, you know what? (laughs) I'm straight, dog. Straight up, for real. Like, really, just because it's not—it's not easy. No, it's not easy to do, especially if money is involved. Come on, because if they're offering you some money, as opposed to what's like, this is what I want, right? You know what I'm saying? Or this is what I asked for. This is what I want. This is what they offering me. It's better than nothing, Come but on. it's not what I'm worth. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to say no to a bag of any size when there's no when when the alternative is no bag right you know what I mean? right right it's a it's a strong exercise yeah. it's hard yeah it's difficult so i i tell i practice I, I sit there and think all the time like you know what bro we'll pass <laughs> that's so good and it's not that i don't even like i don't think about it but like and now it's to the point where like me and my booking agent tony like mm-hmm. we literally like he knows i'm gonna hit him with two of those or three of those every tour <laughs> Be like, yeah, man, such and such from such and such city is kind of tripping. Hey, Tony, just tell him never mind. Mm-hmm. As soon as he hits him with the never mind, they'll be like, no, 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 no wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You know, they can't believe that we just didn't care. Right. But the, what we like to do is like, because we book so long tours, 60, 70 cities, we've realized that if you're booking 60, 70 cities, if someone's fronting, the sooner you get them out of the way, right. the sooner you can fill it with someone who cares. Correct. 
So we'd rather have a promoter who cares and wants to pick up the show than to have someone who's lukewarm on it and is negotiating from a position of, of or lack of confidence, mm-hmm. which is okay. We would rather just take that to someone who has the confidence right. because they'll do a better job anyway. Right. So I just learned to just say, you know what? I'm good. Yes. We'll pass. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> right. No hard feelings. Right, right. And it's no it's never hard feelings. It no, took, it's not. It took me a while to get there because like you're saying, it's hard to just <laughs> turn down money. <laughs> Just turn down loose. Yeah, because somebody could say, "Oh yeah, well I I want to let's say you ask for a G. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? Uh, we just want to give you six hundred. Mm-hmm. It could be that difference. They could right. be giving you you know sixty percent of your offer, seventy percent, and you could just be like, eh. especially if you're worth if you're worth the G. Yeah, yeah. In that place, then you'd be like, yeah, I need my I need my bag. That's right. that's what I'm worth. I've proven it. Right. Like I could be asking for fifteen. You yeah, know I mean? <laughs> right. You but know. you know, and I and I try not to do it from a position of ego either. Right. I try to do it to let them know that at no point am I so committed to playing this show mm-hmm. that I'm willing to take anything. Right. That's the most important thing. It's kind of like you know when you think about relationships, everyone has their boundaries. We talk about people will do certain things, but ultimately that other person will say, "Hey, wait a minute. Right. You're taking it too far." Mm-hmm. You continue to do that, I'm out. Yeah. Obviously, we want to do this thing together, but you keep wilding, I'm not going to be here for it. Mm-hmm. it. It's no different than that. It's just, it's like business to negotiate. You have to go into it willing to walk away. Yeah, and if you accept anything, then you look desperate. And you're operating not from a position of power. Yes. Either. Especially if you're supposed to be the artist and this is your tour, mm-hmm. then you should be the one mainly in control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're willing to accept much less than your worth then you know your worth and even the booking agent probably knows your worth or the promoter then you're operating not from a position of power but no. position of weakness yeah and you have to be able to do it again on your terms right as i like to say it's not necessarily about um it's not about the price but if you're trying to negotiate, you want to you want to have as many things happen on your terms as possible. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you want to you want to be walking away from the deal as opposed to them. Right. If someone's going to walk away, it should be you. Yes. yes. You got to be the first. Mm-hmm. You don't sit around and, and he him and haul and haggle back and forth till they said, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hit you with. The, I'll, I'm pass. Good. I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. You'll be like, yo. <laughs> All right, can we go back to the 500? Yeah, no, I really will take that. That shit has really happened. It happens to all people. Like when we did the one with Swam, he was talking about cats did that to him. The day we recorded that podcast in Orlando, Mm -hmm. he was negotiating with someone for a tour Mm -hmm. and they did the same thing to him. They kept trying to raise the offer and raise it. And he said, you know what, dog? I'm good. Soon as he said, I'm good, right. phone starts ringing off the hook, text messages. Facebook messages, <laughs> text is firing off. Please, could you? Right. My bad, we're willing to. Okay, it's cool now. Sorry about the miscommunication. Yep. That guy didn't have the authority to do what he was doing. Yep. We really need the bag. Right, right. <laughs> That shit happens all the time. <laughs> happens in business all the time. I mean, that yeah. I'm sure that happens in in multi million dollar companies. Oh my god, my god, all the time. I bet daily that shit happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to make it to the point where I mean, there's obviously going to be some back and forth depending on what the nature of it is. But my rule is no more than like twice, mm-hmm. because once you start going back and forth two and three times, and you're you're, you're arguing and negotiating on really really small things people's emotions start to get into it right it becomes a little more personal this dude's a dick (laughs) (laughs) exactly asshole (laughs) for no reason like just i can't believe he wants that yeah he's just trying to be difficult Mm -hmm. you know and people do that because Mm -hmm. they take they may have taken some other thing that they may have given you a concession reluctantly right and then this is their way to get you back for something else yeah so on the other side of it they're gonna be a dick Mm -hmm. and you gotta be ready for that yeah, you got to be ready for that, man. But I always say, be willing to walk away. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you, will, you know what? We straight. We straight. We're all right. We'll catch you on the next we'll go pass. round. Yeah, man. So what was that, number four? That was four, I believe. Okay. We'll, yes. we'll do five and then we'll take a break, huh? All right. Yeah. Uh, rule number five. This is the art of negotiation, man. 
you know, jewels. Jewels, jewels upon jewels upon Bars jewels. Bars are being dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Have a best case and a worst case scenario in mind. Yes. You know, like we talked about earlier, you mentioned like, yo, I have a slow number and then I have a high number. Like right. I have I have something in my head that's the baseline and then I have the best case scenario right, right. In, in my mind. I find that a lot of people who negotiate don't really have that. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that if you're going into a negotiation, you should actually know what your 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 your, your um, worst case scenario is ahead of time oh yeah no one should be able to give you an offer that you haven't already thought about yes, yes. like if he takes it there am i willing to take it for that right am i willing to do it for that am i willing to do it for that and keep going lower and lower mm-hmm. you should be doing this before you even negotiate with that person and if you go if you if you do that by the time you get to negotiating with them nothing will be a surprise right you'll know how low you're going to go many times i know how low i'm going before how high i'm going Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm doing this at least this. This is the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. I need these things. I need this to be able to do it. (laughs) To justify. To justify. Yep. And uh, yeah, a lot of people don't do that. They simply go in with one number in mind. Mm -hmm. If that number doesn't get hit, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, then they get confused. (laughs) Yeah. They'll they'll walk away. Right. Many times they don't even counter offer. Mm -hmm. They'll just say, oh, you're not taking my first offer? Fuck you. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. They'll bounce. And, and the truth is that once they take it personal, they, they can't negotiate anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and say, yo, man, you can't do that. You got to make sure that you know what your lowest is, what your high is. Like, look, the best is I want to get this out of it. If I get that, whoo. Right. <laughs> Chris is coming early this year. Right. You know, right. you know, but other than that, it's like, hey, man. These are the lowest, lowest I'm willing to take. Let's go here. And I, and I have these talks. I would say these kind of conversations have between me and my booking agent. If we got 60 shows on a tour, we might have this conversation 35 to 45 times mm-hmm. out of those 60s. Okay, what are you willing to do it for? Mm-hmm. Right. What's the lowest? What's the lowest we want to do here, Print? Yeah, this is the city. Yeah, this is you the city. What, I mean? what do you think? Yeah, there's certain, the yeah, there's certain cities where I'm like, I don't care. There's only 5,000 people live in that city. Right. If they pay me 50 bucks in a hotel, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, 30 people. 30, I, I don't care. Yeah. Let's just do a door deal. Right. No guarantee. Let's just play the show because I don't want to be off. Right. And I'm willing to concede depending on the day, the time, mm-hmm. how I'm feeling, right? Yeah. But I, like that's part of me establishing the worst case scenario. Right. Like at the worst, if I just get, well, the worst case scenario, me is not play at all yeah. on those specific dates. Mm-hmm. Other dates, I'm like, nah, this is a Saturday. You paying me. Oh, yeah. This is a Friday night. Yeah. You coming with something. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to do this for nothing, you know, or this is a city that I know I draw in, so I'm not going to play myself. And so um, we just got to make sure that when we go into negotiations that we have thought about the whole thing, man. Don't get blindsided yeah. when people start going back and forth, you know, say, well, this is what I kind of thought. Right. You know, and then you surprised, like, what? How dare you? How dare think? you? <laughs> How dare you have a mind? Right, right. It's not cool, man. <laughs> that was uh, number five? That was number five. Number five, yeah. So we'll take a break. Take a break. What's up, everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project, the Vigilante Genesis EP, is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD, blue vinyl, and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net. So order your copy today. Thanks again for your support. We back back in the building like we never left word the most infamous podcast planet earth yes sir talking about the art of negotiation mm. yeah it's mm. real it's real life mm. who else is giving up these kind of bars on a podcast i don't know Whew, nobody I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't think anybody is nobody's talking about this man no nah. they just talking about gossip not giving jewels no jewels interviews and gossip come on we hit you with the value you know what i'm saying bullet points and such <laughs> You get laced up. You get laced up. <laughs> Bullet points. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we are number six. Numero uh, six. Uh, Sace. Sace of the art of negotiation. Yeah. 
This is one we just kind of referenced. Yeah, we just touched on this a just little bit. Touched on it. We're gonna have to dive in deep though. Yeah. Rule number six in the art of negotiation is don't take it personal. It's so real. Don't take it personal. It's business. You can never really take business personal. Now, business usually is never personal. Don't do it. Because that that's when shit start getting fucked up. Don't do it. And you take business personal. Don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, it's between people, mm-hmm. but it's not personal. Right. That's where people get it fucked up. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this person said this thing to me mm-hmm. that I didn't like. Personal. Right, right. <laughs> well, you guys are discussing business, though. Yeah. Like, that's not personal. That's business yeah. you know so oh, you're gonna play me what i'm worth fuck him right fuck this dude <laughs> i've had so many artists say things like that uh to me about their negotiations with venues with festivals with other artists with other businesses and i always ask them like yo man aren't you taking this a little bit personal yeah like, uh, like it's a rap show yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Come on, dog. Like it's a rap show, man. Yeah, this is a business, bro. Like yeah. you can't think just because someone just because someone makes you an offer less than what you felt you were worth, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're trying to personally insult you, right? You know, it yeah. just means that they don't have the same vision you have, right? Or that's what they can afford. Yeah, like a lot of times that's what it is. They they might take it personal that you ask for more, right? Oh, he's trying to rob me. Yeah. Oh, Who is this dude? You think he's just going to take all my money? <laughs> yeah. Walking, he might as well put on a mask and good and come here and take my money. Right. You know, trying to come through the city and rob me. That's how people view it on the other side. And I think we have to make sure that when you're negotiating, when you go into the negotiation, you got to say, I'm not taking this personal. This ain't personal. All right. This is just business. Because once you can start looking at it as business, not personal, it actually gives you more power. Right. You feel empowered to be bolder in Mm -hmm. what you're asking for and when you know that it's not going to be taken personal by the other person you're going to be more honest right right with yourself and with the other person yeah like being fearful of consequences on a personal level has never helped any business interaction hell no (laughs) never (laughs) hell no (laughs) you know but we see it play out all the time yeah because some people just especially when you are the business yes that's when it's the most difficult to separate the two because you feel like they're taking shots at you because you are the business say you know what i mean again, <laughs> say it again brother yeah, you feel like they're taking <laughs> shots at you when you are the business if yeah. you are a graphic designer for example and you don't have any you don't work for anybody you're freelance yeah you know and cat's like yo can i get that for free well they don't know you they oh my! Seen oh, any of your you work. trying to stop my babies from eating? Yeah. <laughs> you trying to rob my family, dog? Or I only got a hundred on this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what you think I'm gonna do with a hundred dollars, dog? Oh, you just insulting me now? Right. You know, take it personal. Yeah, it's they jump right there. Like, right. Instead of having the, you gotta you gotta add the tools to your toolbox that stop that conversation from happening. Mm-hmm. The tools are this person is doing only what they know, right? Which is making an offer that makes them comfortable. Mm-hmm. My offer or what I expect is somewhere different and it's my job to communicate to them what I think needs to happen. Exactly. And, and when you start having that dialogue as opposed to, oh, you're trying to rob my babies, dog. Mm-hmm. You can get way further. Way further. You know, because once you think somebody trying to rob your babies, it, it ain't negotiate no more. Nah, because that's, that's real life. You be fighting soon. <laughs> yeah, you might smack, smack the $100 out their hand. Like, like Get that out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fuck your $100, fool. You know? Then they like, oh, did this fool really smack $100 out of my hand into the dirt? I want to whoop his ass. Right. And then there's a fight over something where they were just like, dog, I really was trying to help you. I thought I was, you know, doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone doesn't know because everyone is at different levels of business right. and experience. So don't take it personal. Please, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. It's not worth it. No, you only hurt yourself. Yes. Man. You only hurt yourself, man. Yes, sir. So that's number six. Number six. Are we on a final joint. Fun, final, final, final. Final joint. Number seven. Rule in the art of negotiation is. Ooh, drum roll for this one. Think long term. Yes. Uh. Long term, baby. Yeah, and we touched on this in the beginning. It's not just about that moment. <laughs> right. It's about a career. Come about, on. If you're a business, mm-hmm. then a business is a continuous thing. A business isn't one transaction. <sighs> Tell them, bro. Yeah, so think long term. Think about, all right, 
I'm not going to ask for this 1500 right now. I'm going to ask for 600 so I can go back yeah. next time and maybe get 750 Come on. <laughs> you know Come what I'm on. saying? And keep it going. Keep it rolling like that. I mean, a lot of people, sometimes they max themselves out. Yes. You know, instead of thinking like, okay, this is something that I want to do on a consistent basis. You know, I've never been to this city, so let me let me start low just in case. And you pack it out. It's like, all right, I can go up. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm moving to a bigger room. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's think long term. Think long term, man. It's true, man. Like too many times we've seen it. Too many times. And and that kind of goes down to your philosophy of negotiation yes if you look at most businesses especially neighborhood businesses brick and mortar places there's statistics that say that most businesses get up to i think it's about 70 percent of their businesses from return customers oh yeah that's i mean that's that's all the time and i think that's with any company yeah so grocery so, stores all that yeah so first time customers and and, and uh references play yeah. a small role in their success. And so what that means is that these businesses are building their brand, their model off of making sure that their customers have a great long term relationship with them. Yes. They don't want to just jerk them today and lose them to a competitor tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The same rules apply no matter what you do in business. Think long term. There's people you could be negotiating with today and you could be a jerk to them thinking that they're not going to be there in a couple years. Right. Lo and behold, you go back and that person's still working there. Yeah. How you going to feel? Still the promoter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it happens to me all the, time. Yeah. all the time. Thankfully, I've never been jerks to these people. Mm-hmm. So when this happens, I see people that I've known and done business with for 10 years. Yeah, and that's and that's the greatest that those are some of the greatest relationships, just especially when you're on the road to have those kind of relationships with you know, the sound man that's been there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Forever. That's been there forever. And you've been doing shows in that city for 10 years. Yeah. Like y'all on a first name basis. Y'all, y'all having, you know, a beer at the at the bar together. Exactly. You know what I mean? Before, before the show starts. Long term. Yeah. But, but so many people, they're looking like, okay, if this doesn't work out at the price I want, at the terms that I'm asking for, I'm going to just say F them. And then I'm basically going to be like, well, a jerk mm-hmm. not thinking that you're going to be seeing these people every year if you're successful right if you're successful that's the reward of success right is return customers yes you know return uh, uh business relationships other businesses that you do business with mm-hmm. so you're selling products and services not just to a a, a, a customer but just some to other businesses yes and they're there long term just like you are right so you got to be even more careful about the short term thinking, thinking that my job, that your job is to go in there and just take as much as you can and to smash and grab and get out. Mm-hmm. That's a counterproductive philosophy for negotiation. And that negotiation will get you burnt every time. Like build it up like we're talking about. You start with something small. You put something into place, terms that allow you to be paid more as it's more successful. Right. You know, and then once that's in place, as it grows, you get paid more. If it shrinks, you'll get paid a little less, but you'll always be paid proportionally mm-hmm. to your value. Exactly. That's what's important. That's what that's what you have to learn. And that's what you have to establish. Yes. You know, that's the best thing to establish. Yeah. So long term, man. Yeah. I'm thinking long term. But, you know, that shit's like my number one song on Spotify. Word. Yeah. I had no idea till uh, Hubert told me, Gam. Gambit told me this. That's crazy. Like about a couple months ago, he's like, "Dude, this song is your number one." And I was talking to a girl last week. She's like, "Yo, when did you put out this long term song?" I was like, "It came out on a feature like six, seven months ago." She's like, "Yeah, it's at the top of your Spotify." Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. Like they told me it was getting big in Germany because mm-hmm. I remember when it came out on SoundCloud. I didn't put it out. The the a label put it out, mm-hmm. and uh, they put it on SoundCloud, and it soon came out. It was like ten thousand, twenty thousand listens in a day or two. I was like, I'm not even getting this on my own SoundCloud page. Right. <laughs> I should have yeah. kept that one for me. <laughs> Damn it. Right. No, but no, it's, it's, yeah, that song is cracking, man. So if y'all on Spotify, <laughs> Blueprint Long Term, yeah, the song is, hit it up. yeah, it's, it's number one right now. It's a nice joint. Apparently it's cracking in, in, in Berlin and Germany. I haven't been over there since it came out, but maybe, I, maybe I'll go back and find out. Get that bag. 
I'm saying. Get your negotiation on. Come on. Come on. I want to apply the rules that we've set forth in this episode. Yes, sir. To my negotiations to get back to Europe. Yes, sir. Straight up. Oh, so we'll, we'll read them off again. Yeah, recap. Recap. Okay, this is the art of negotiation. We're going to go from seven back to one. Rule number seven was think long term. Long term. Rule number six, don't take it personal. <laughs> Rule number five. Have the best case and worst case scenario in mind. Yes. In other words, the ceiling and the floor. Yes. Know your ceiling, know your floor. Yes. You know, rule number four, be willing to walk away. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, dog? I'm a peace out, man. I'm good, man. I'll pass. Number three, be bold. Yeah, be bold. Rule number two, know your position and your worth. (laughs) Yeah, that's important. That's so important. Come on now. And rule number one in the art of negotiation is establish your goal. Yes. Establish your goal. Your goal is like your destination. Right. Do you get in the car to drive long distance and don't? Put the destination in the GPS. Yeah, don't know where you're going. Come on. No idea where you're going. Put that thing in there, man. Just ask first question is what's your destination? Yeah. That's your goal. Now the route you get may vary. Yes. But hey, you'll get there. Yes, sir. So that is uh the art of negotiation, man. Word. We back. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> See y'all next week. See y'all next week. Peace. Bruce. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. Huh?